Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I have a very special guest. Her name is Michaela Steen. And I am just, I'm so excited to have her on the show. It's almost like a full circle. No, it is. It is like a full circle moment having her on the podcast. I connected with her in 2018 when we were both in a bunch of mutual Facebook groups together. And we've always just kind of like kept in touch and we've always followed each other on Instagram. And I niched into web design and podcasting. And then she niched into SEO. And I am just so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Michaela is the mom behind the Kama Mama Co. And she is a South Carolina local with over five years of search engine optimization, which is SEO experience. She's got three kids and she is literally such an expert in developing an SEO strategy that is both functional and efficient. She believes in running a business that shows up even when you can't, which is so huge here on Mama Knows Business because as busy moms, we don't have time to like do all the things and be in our business creating content for hours and hours on end. We want our business to work for us when we're playing with our kids, when we're sleeping, when they're napping, when we're on a family vacation. And that is exactly what SEO does. So I'm so excited to bring you this episode and to have Michaela on the show. I know that you're going to enjoy this. Okay, let's meet Michaela. Hey mama, I know that running your business is hard work. And trust me when I say I feel your frustration. You wish you had someone there to hold your hand through it all, answering those burning questions that you have about online business and give you that clarity, encouragement, and inspiration that you need to keep on moving forward. That's why I'm on a mission to help other moms just like you on how to start, grow, and stay consistent with your business. Each week, you'll get key takeaways from every single episode to help run and move your business forward. Because the truth is, you don't have to run your business as a mom alone. I'm your host, Pamela Krista. I'm a Jesus lover, I'm a wife, I'm a mama to five, and I'm a blogger turned website designer turned podcast and business coach. And I'm in the thick of it with you. So grab that laundry basket that needs folded, go grab some water or your favorite drink, and let's get into today's episode. Michaela, welcome to the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing? Great. I mean, um, little exhausted. We've had sickness in our house. So um, I'm sure you know how that goes. It hits everybody and then you just, you can't sleep. Oh yeah. I, I don't know what's going on with my son right now, but the pa- he's like the, my best sleeper out of all my five kids. And like the past two nights, he's like kind of like coughed and like kind of whimpered. And I'm like, oh no. Cause like those nights I definitely don't get any sleep. So yeah, yeah it's incoming. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a revolving cycle. So I definitely know how you feel. Um, but I would love to know if you could just tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and how you came to like build a business that focuses on SEO. Okay, so it's kind of crazy. Um, I've been doing SEO for essentially a little bit over five years when I first got into freelancing back when I was pregnant with my first and, you know, now I'm on my third. Um, yeah. yeah, she was just born this past March. But so that was almost five years ago. I was doing SEO work for agencies. I knew nothing. Like I didn't, I was like, I can write and that's all I've got for me. Right. But they would send this whole guide, like telling you, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to structure it. Otherwise, like content's fine. I was like, okay, cool. This doesn't sound, 
difficult. And then, you know, as I've gone, I'm like, they are not doing it right. They are like really riding on these websites having super high performances already. And, right, you know, it, this is not accurate for smaller business. So I was like, okay, well, let's do this on a smaller scale. Like, how could someone smaller use this to get the same results, right? right. Um, so I, that's just kind of where it took off. And then my husband came up with the name Kama Mama Co. And I was like, oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah. Um, and I actually was back on Instagram the other day and was looking at my Instagram archives. And it was an SEO post from like 2019. I was like, I've always been on that same wavelength. And it's just kind of gone yeah. through. I used to focus mainly on bloggers, which is funny because I, I worked with maybe like four bloggers over the past five years. Yeah. So, which is, by the way, how been. we connected. Yeah. And I think like 2018. I had just had my third baby and I was like, I need something that I can do that's like just me. I needed like, I needed a hobby other than like watching Netflix. And that's how it started for me. And we were in like mutual, like, a, or no, multiple mutual groups. And so that's how we connected. Um, so I love that. Yeah. I think that's back when you had, what was it? Honey in the Valley. Yes. And my husband thought of that name too. I was thinking <laughs> of that as you said that. How cool is that? That's awesome. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I got that website from you way back yeah. when, that blog, um, Everyday She Moms. Yeah, and I was going to ask you how that's going, too. It's going great. Um, I actually started a YouTube channel off of it. And I love it. It's funny that we're talking. Well, it's not funny that we're talking about SEO. No, but... it's great because I have more to say about this. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> so that website, it had like a good bit of content on it because you had a bunch of contributors. And yeah. I really just worked on optimizing those old posts and then putting like some more um that are kind of related mainly in the toddler niche and it just yeah. it really took off um I, love that. I think this month we hit about 300 dollars in affiliate earnings wow. just from amazon so it, it's been it's so been a nice cool. growth from where that it started is so awesome and i love that because this is almost like a full circle moment for me so the whole reason i got into like building my online business is because Everyday She Moms was an idea that I had. I kept building out these blogs. I kept having these ideas. I had Honey in the Valley. That was like my personal thing. And then I had the idea for Everyday She Moms. And I had other ideas too. We're not going to talk about those. <laughs> I had multiple. But there was no way that I could literally keep up with all these blogs, which is how I'm so glad that it got over to you. But that's just like such a full, full circle moment for me because I just like have always been like, trying to create something. And I finally am at a place where I'm creating something that I have the time for, but like, it's just continued to grow. So that's so cool. I love it. Okay. That. Well, that I have, I have three active blogs and then I'm going to launch a fourth one in January. So it's I not funny it. that you say that it's, it's very, very much aligned with what my brain does. I look at it yeah. and I'm like, okay, there is so much potential here. I can't not do this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I, I've always loved writing, but for me, it's almost, it's also tedious for me too. So that was another reason why I was like, let me just hand this off because it's like, I have these ideas, but it's like, I don't have any time to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But all right. So for our listeners who don't really know what SEO is, can you just kind of like explain it in like whatever simple terms that you got <laughs> and explain like why it's so important for us as like busy moms with building an online business to like use SEO? Uh, oh my gosh. I think SEO is really kind of up there with podcasting. It's just yeah. that so important. It's one of those ways that you can keep showing up. Like if you have to take a month off, if you have a right. sickness in your household and like you can't do anything for a week, like you can't touch your business, you're just trying to get your client work done. 
And, you know, you you still have to find a way to show up because you can't do anything. You're going to find yourself in a real pickle if you're not doing anything or showing up somewhere. Yeah. And you don't have new leads coming in because once you finish that client work, like. What's next? Yeah. What's next? Like, exactly. Retainers are great, but you still have to get those retainers. And some right. of us only have one-off services because we can't do retainers because we're so busy. We have to balance yeah. so many things. But yeah. anyway, so search engine, optimi- search engine optimization is essentially putting your content out there and then people find it. And that's like it in the simplest terms. And mainly yeah. this is through search engines like Google being, um, I think DuckDuckGo is a big one now, or at least in some <laughs> some capacity. Yeah. But when, P- when you go to Google and you search and that article pops up, that's search engine optimization. Yeah. So that is it. <laughs> it's very, very simplest terms, but there is so much that goes behind it, like keyword research, structure, um, doing research on what you should do and write, what people are looking for. Because we, we as business owners, we're like, all right, our people have these problems and that's what they're going to search for. But you would be surprised how different their perspective is from them trying to find solution versus our perspective of trying pro- to provide solutions. Like, yeah, the actual questions that come up in there are not always the same as what, exactly. what we think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is a great segue to my next question is like, how can you, you know, lessen that kind of overwhelm? Because we have to like get out of that mindset of like, oh my gosh, like SEO is too hard. If you actually do it, it's actually not that hard if you, well, first of all, have help like an expert like you, (laughs) which is basically the best way. But, you know, even just like starting, but also going back to like, the questions that are being asked. So like, what are your tips on that? Like, how do we find the questions that people are actually asking that's not in our language, but in our ideal client's language? So SEO is like this big, scary thing when we think about it, because you see all these like super long articles. Like if you look up what is SEO, you're going to get something from like SEMrush or um, Moz or like a big agency, HubSpot, something like that. And they're going to put it in all these big fancy terms and it's just going to be a headache. Like there's nothing else. You're just going to look at it and be like, this does not seem possible. Yeah. How am I going to learn this on top of doing everything else? And, you know, ideally it would be nice to work with an expert, but financially it's just not always possible. Um, right. I know as, as well as any other mom out there, like it's just it's just not financially possible. We have a lot of responsibilities. And yeah. while I would love to set aside a certain amount every month to just pay myself and just rely on that, it's not always possible. Sometimes I need this. Sometimes I need that. And Eventually, I will get to that point, but it's not today. Um, right. So being able to figure it out ourselves and is pretty key to being able to do it. And I want to just say that you don't actually have to figure it out. Like, yeah. SEO could still be like this big old mystery to you, and you can still put in best, you know, the best practices to actually yeah. bring. You don't yeah. have to be an expert. You don't have to fully understand it. You just have to know, all right, people are searching for this, so I need to write something around it. Right. I love that. And um, it's just the best way to like get started with that is really look at not your competitors, but someone you strive to be in your industry. Yeah. And it's ideal if they have a blog. Um, you don't want to look at super big people. You don't want to look at like agencies or like really big big websites. If you know what I mean, like yeah. you're not going to look at Amazon if you're in e-commerce because yeah. that wouldn't work. That's at all. not realistic. It's not no. realistic at the size you are, and it would just it would just really hurt hurt your feelings when you do a lot of work and. You don't yeah. see the results. Right. Um, you want to look at somebody strive to be or strive to rank for in 
similar stuff. So say I, we wanted to do podcasting and you've got a really good blog and you're ranking for all this podcasting stuff. I would look at your website and I'd be like, all right, what are they, what are they doing? And then you use, um, an easy tool like Moz. I really like their platform. That's what I use. They have, um, a domain search. So I can put in somebody else's website and it'll show me or my own and it'll show me what they're ranking for. Right. Now, is that an actual SEO tool like for keyword research or is this something different? Because I know so about the Moz bar. Yeah. So or, this is um, an actual SEO tool. Uh, they do okay. have the free version. So you have 10 searches a month for free. Okay. Which is typically fine if you're just doing it for yeah. yourself or if you're just doing it on occasion. Yeah. And you're going to plug it in, you're going to search it, and you're going to see what keywords are ranking for. And you're just going to look at what the lowest difficulty keyword is. And right. normally for Moz, I know it goes from 1 to 100, and like 1 is the easiest, 100 is the hardest. Right. And you want to stick, ideally, you're going to look for something that's under 30. Yeah. Like, right. if it's under 10, that's even better. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's under 30, like, you're golden, especially yeah. if you're small and you haven't done anything yet. And you're just going to yeah. look at those keywords, and you're going to see what you can use those for. And that's really going to be how you get your in. And that like you're not having to do anything too difficult. You're not trying to think of anything off the top of your head. You're Because, I mean, that's where a lot of keyword research start is you're like, all right, I have this idea that I need to write about. And I think it would be really beneficial. Yeah. But now I have to find a keyword that goes along with it. This kind of skips that's that yeah. that thought um, yeah. by working with your competitors. And once you get a little bit more familiar with, okay, this keyword works really well or you know, I need to go a little bit beyond. What if I change this keyword to this? How difficult is that one? Like, as you do it, you'll get more familiar with it. And even if you still don't understand SEO, like, you can find those terms. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't understand, or I mean, I didn't realize that Moz was an actual SEO tool. So I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, now I need to look into that. Because for whatever reason, I don't even know, I didn't use an SEO tool when I was like blogging back then when we connected but i would use moz as like a toolbar at the bottom of my website or okay. I mean, at the bottom of the browser and then it would say like the like the da and i i think that's what i would use it for so i knew where my competitors were ranking but i i never use it for an seo tool like it's for really keyword grown. research. honestly yeah. it might have just been a, a toolbar at the point that you were using it because it's I know, really it's grown been a long time yeah i mean we're talking about almost five years ago i know <laughs> yeah five so years ago, so. check into that so leading into my next question, is that like your favorite tool to use or like how do you feel about like Uber Suggest or like Key Search or Keywords Everywhere? Mods is by far my favorite. It's been the easiest to navigate, but the problem is you do get those 10 free, but I think their lowest plan is like $99 a month and that's still not. Yeah. So my next my next favorites, if you're going to pay, is going to be Mingles. I really like them. Um, okay. They, I, I mean, everything's going to have either. a learning curve. Yeah. Uh, but they're really good for keyword research and a little bit of, you know, overall SEO. Um, then you're going to have key search if you're just going to focus on keywords. And then you can, like, pair key search with uh, Moz to kind of get a little bit more insight. Yeah. And work with what you can. There's not really any 100% free tools that I would say, like, rely on 24-7. I mean, you can make yeah. it work. You can make anything work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so do what you can. But those are... Yeah the big three that I would focus on. SEM Rush looks really, really cool. Like it's a yeah. great platform. That's like it the big one, isn't it? Huge learning curve. Yeah. I it bet. is and not that one that you can really just dive into. Too. Yeah. That one's pretty expensive. And it's not one that you can just dive into. So you you will have to sit down and watch their tutorial videos to figure out how you can even work the platform. Yeah. 
Oh, that's crappy. Um, and I used Ahrefs back in the day too. I say I don't was, even touch touch that one. I've yeah, used Uber really Suggest confusing. some in my webs. I work with web di- website designers all the time who do you know do their portion of SEO and they'll bring me into the content part. Yeah, they like Uber Suggest, but I yeah. don't find it's enough for me to do the content. Okay, because I rely very very heavily on looking at competitors for sp- yeah. very specific blog posts. So right, I'm not looking at. And I guess that's where technical SEO and content SEO very much differ. Is technical SEO, you're looking, like you want your website to to look good, function, and you want it to yeah. show up. And you're going to have some keywords and stuff in there. And, you, you know, your main copywriter and your, or if you're doing it yourself, like you'll have some main keywords. But overall, like your competitors, you're looking at overall site or you're looking at their overall services. For competitors, specifically for blogging or for your content SEO, that portion, you're looking like ad specific post. Yeah. So it's not always going to be the same competitor. Like you'll find some people that you have very similar content to, and those can kind of be your competitors. But honestly, it boils down to each keyword. Yeah. That makes total sense. Okay. And so for Uber Suggest, what I do like about the free plan is that I think you get like three searches, right? So that mm-hmm. would be like enough to like at least start. Yeah. That but would that be makes enough sense that it doesn't like give you enough to go off of i totally get that that makes sense yeah and um like uber suggests is kind of the same thing as moz um just moz can yeah. get me more more searches so you can pair uber suggest with like key search yeah it's, i think like they the free like are you talking about like the free uber suggest with the free search free key search yeah yeah so you can jump through different tools to kind of avoid paying those monthly fees yeah yeah and all of i will say that like i have done research on the prices and they're all different um what I do know is that key search, I believe, well, it used to be, I probably, I have, guess I haven't done my research recently, but you used to pay like 10 bucks for like 10,000 credits or something. So that was okay. And yeah. I think they upped it though. I think that kind of changed. Um, and then I just got, so I, I have key search right now and I paid mm-hmm. for like a year plan, I think. And that was like a hundred bucks. So I was like, okay, this is dumb not to pass up if I want to do something. Um, so like, look at what you already might have, too, because, like, I had key, those key search credits for a long time and I didn't use them. That was my <laughs> own fault. But, <laughs> yeah, um, I just love how they're all different. So it, whatever you want to start with can, like, meet you where you're at. Mm-hmm. And um, I would if you've been in, in business for a while, I would highly recommend trying to sign in if you're like, oh, I think I signed up for this tool like years ago, just even the yeah. free time. Because some people like some programs will grandfather you in. Right. And so while their free trial now or well, their free plan now doesn't offer as much as the free plan back then does. If you signed up back then, there is a good chance that you were grandfathered into whatever you had back then. Yeah, that's a good point. And and a perfect example of this is Zencaster. So I used Zencaster before. So right now we're using Squadcast to record mm-hmm. this, which was acquired by Descript. But before this happened and before Descript acquired Squadcast, I would use Zencaster's free plan. And because I had a plan beforehand, um, they just recently took away the free plan. So I had my client, she was like, hey, I'm going to do guest recordings. Like, what do you suggest? And I was like, oh, the free plan of Zencaster, like 100%. Like, you don't want to do Zoom. You don't want to do Google Meet um, unless you, if you have to, fine. But that's a whole other topic. And so she has to pay for Zencaster, but I still have the free plan because like you just said, I was grandfathered in. So if you've signed up in the past, 100%, you have to check into that and just see what's there for sure. 
Um, Michaela, though, can you give some insight of any success stories that you want to share of, you know, people who were like unsure or like what, what results have you seen either personally or any of your clients from just the power of SEO? Okay. So I have so many tears of this because I work and I've done so much. Yeah. Um, so let's start big and for kind of variety. So yeah. I've been working with a premier accounting company um, for probably about three years now, and they've seen some really good results. Like last year, around this time, I'm just off the top of my head, they booked $27,000 in clients. Wow. From blogging. Yeah. And so you break it down and you know, you've made seven grand from a blog post, one single blog post that was right. published seven months before. So while like SEO and blogging has like this huge upfront, whether it's time, money, um, or just dedication, just consistency, yeah, it really pays off in the long run. So like that came at a time around Christmas, you know, everybody needs that little extra boost. So they had a nice onboarding process at the end of the year and we're like, wow, this is great. Um, and then if we're looking a little bit smaller, um, just for some initial SEO, I worked with a sleep consultant last year no that was this this past spring and she really needed help getting started like that was her main thing she really had to get started so i worked with a website designer we optimized her site i did the first six blog posts for her because really that foundation is what gets you going yeah because once you start ranking for something like it's so much easier to rank for something else right it's really getting that first step in there yeah so we worked on some part it is it is um so we worked on some blog posts together and, you know, we it's a back and forth process about what yeah. they think works along with what I recommend because I'm looking at it from a keyword perspective and they want to make sure it aligns with their business. And that's kind of right. how it goes. So we found a really good keyword. Um, I believe it was like safety. Is it safe for babies to sleep in a pack and play? Yeah. At least overnight. Like we all know that we can we can put them in there for nap times, but some yeah. people... Sometimes it's that that thought process, you know, is it dangerous? Right. We want to make sure it's yeah. okay. And um, she actually recommended that it was a perfectly safe option. And it is, um, as long as the pack and play is, is up to standards. Um, right. And so now she started by ranking for that keyword. And this is over, like, it over the course of three months is when we published the post. And it's been at max six months since it's published. And yeah. she is now competing with very high websites. She is ranking number one for is it sleep safe to sleep in a pack and play? And the difficulty for that keyword, that specific keyword, is 42. Yeah, which is So, like, high. it's not yeah. something a small site normally does. But because right. we worked from the bottom to – and, like, her primary keyword for that post was very similar to that. It was just a little bit off. Yeah. Because it can be the smallest word that changes yeah. the difficulty. Exactly. And if you get and it in there – yeah, if you if you get it in there, then then you're in there. So it also yeah. brought up her other post, which was you know um the new guide the guide for new moms or something like that, and it just it's been bringing it up, and so that's bringing more clients to her site. So whether she just you know whether we push for them to convert to like clients or we push for them to join the email list, she's making another way for them to connect with her, and even yeah. just having the other blog post on there because it's all about black back back linking. Um, yeah, and. People are going to go on three blog posts, that's the average, before they buy, before they're like, okay, this is something I want to do. So we want to make right. sure that we have those connections. So her ranking for that pack and play and then us having more 
for them to go to yeah. is just a nice little funnel. Yeah. And, and even you said that. Well, she's taking a step back a little bit right now. Yeah. But it's still ranking. She's still like she's got a, a passive product in there. So I, I'm pretty sure she's been getting some conversions on that. And yeah. but I mean, she doesn't have to stress about it anymore. Right. And you brought up a good thing, too, that I think our listeners should know is like when you're, you know, you have your blog post, which is fine, but you should also have like your email opt in so they could sign up for your email list or some like related topics that they could click on um, and links to where you want them to go to take action. Oh, yeah. Um, the, with blogging, like it, we're going to go off a little bit of SEO, but with blogging, you can't just post yeah. a blog, even if it's an SEO optimized blog and just have it perform. You have to have something for them to do next. Yeah. Like yeah. it would be like you making podcasts, but not adding anything for them to get in touch. Right. That's how like they one can of my find you piece. again. <laughs> like, yeah, they, can, they can subscribe to your podcast and, and make sure they get updates on when you're list, your post publishing. But if they don't have something to do next, they're just going to leave. They've got their answers. Yeah. And now they're going to leave. They don't, they don't know what to do next. So you always right. want to provide something to do next. I always say, make sure you have a sidebar. Yeah. Um, even if you're a business, make sure make sure it's there. Um, you want to make sure you have banners. I really push blog banners. Um, you don't have to do everything at first. Like you can yeah. go back and edit it. If you don't if you do not have the time to dedicate to all of the things, yeah. Do the post, make the base base good, have your normal call to action, add some stuff in the middle, publish it, wait to see the results, and then on your top performing blog posts, go back. Add in an an email subscription embed at the bottom or in the middle. Yeah, I'll do your sidebar if you'd skipped it before. Put in related post. Put in your blog banner. Put in your call. To, like maybe re redo your call to action if your offers aren't the same. So you can always go back and touch it up, but you want to touch it up, especially if you know it's getting traffic. Yeah, that's such a good point. And going back to the SEO topic, can we talk a little bit how like SEO is not just like on Google? It's other places too. So like yeah. it's on Instagram, it's on podcast apps, it's anywhere that you can actually search. Yeah, it would be weird if people didn't use, like if other platforms didn't bring SEO because every every app, every social media platform all has some sort of search. And actually, but if you're on YouTube, it is very, very similar to Google because they're the same, same, it's yeah. the same algorithm type. But you do your keyword research you optimize what you can. So if that's your description, your video um, on podcasts, like you have a little bit in your audio and then you have it in your description, you have it in your show notes, um, you have it in your in your actual show, in your in your podcast title. Like, yeah, it's got to it be everywhere. People. Yeah, it really does. I love that you touched on that. Um, OK, and so what advice do you have for a mom who's listening and she's like, man, I know I really need to do this. What advice do you want to give her? Just start, like, take it small and take it step by step. You don't have to publish a blog tomorrow to, to start on your SEO. Um, yeah. Work from what you have. If you don't, you're not ready to start a blog or and you want to focus on your SEO, but you're down for writing or if you're down for writing, then, you know, you can do guest posts because backlinking yeah. to other websites is a huge way. So you can reach out to another blog and be like, hey, you know, our audience is really aligned. I think I can serve them with what I have to share. Can I... Put a guest post on your website. Yeah. And you can get a backlink that way. Or even podcasting sometimes, if they put it on their website, that's a great way to build a backlink. And there are 
PR backlinks, and then there's actually re- website backlinks, and a PR back- backlink does not always give you the same value as a regular backlink, yeah. just because of the platform that it's on, but it, it all gives value. So you're when you are putting yourself out there, you're making yourself more visible, you're going to improve your SEO. Because Google's yeah. trying to figure out if you're someone they want to recommend. Right. But that's all it is. Google wants to know if they can trust you, and if they can trust you, and other people trust you, then they're going to push your stuff to the top. As long as they can figure out what it's about. Like, that's all it is. We're trying to tell our audience. Like, we're trying to give stuff for our audience. But the what SEO does is essentially tell Google. Yeah. You're telling you're telling a bot what you write yeah. about and who you serve. What yeah. is. And my favorite, my favorite um, thing to do, like, if you're, you're like, okay, I think I've got this down. Um, I think my website's in a good place, but it's just not ranking yet. Ask AI. Because yeah. AI on its base level is just, they're looking at what you got. Yeah. And it's, pr- it's pulling stuff from different places. So ask AI, say, what does your website, make sure it's your website, because if you put your name, you never know. Um, But put your website and say, what does da, 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 do? Yeah. And see what they answer. Yeah. And when if you it, say ask AI, is that like a, a website? No, I'm just asking, say, any AI. So like I like to use the Canva one. Um. And I use Notion AI for a lot of content, but I mean, you can use like Chat TPT and stuff like that. Okay, it's so really whatever program. Just like. go like, what does www.pamelacrista.com do? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And see what they think. Okay. I and that's how that. you that's, can see if like okay. your copy's there, and if yeah. your um, if your messaging is clear, yeah. and what they see you do, because you can even ask, what are their offers? Right. Like, and yeah. it's it's such a great way. Um. I don't like AI, but that is such a great way to get like a little either. insight. Yeah, on I'm how used to how to use AI because <laughs> I think that AI can be or is cool for like ideas. Yes, it is very it's amazing ideas. for ideas. I would never take anything that it spits out at you and run with it. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, you can take whatever it spits at you and make it better. Put it in your own voice. That's kind of there's my just, opinion on that. <laughs> there's so much that is very dangerous with using AI as a business oh, yeah. owner, especially in like protecting our work. Yeah. Because exactly. if we're using AI for our work, we, we you really can't protect it. Yeah. Because it's not yours. Um, Actually, the b- boutique lawyer, uh, she did yeah. a really good, and I think she has another one coming up, but in her membership, she does a, a masterclass and she was touching on like the legalities surrounding using AI for your content and, and like right. your product and stuff. And it just, you you really have to be careful. And that's why I actually don't recommend it for blogging or SEO. I think you can ask it like, it's a good blog idea based off of this keyword. Yeah, just that was going to be one of my questions like too. Do you recommend using it for blog posts and your answer is no. Yeah, no. I think it's a, yeah. you can like use it in, in your thinking process because sometimes it's such an obvious question you're like i just my brain just won't do it today i like this yeah. should not be as hard as it is and right. you can just ask ai say hey i have this keyword and what would yeah. be a good blog post based off of this keyword or i don't know how to structure this what is a good um can you write a blog post outline based on this idea and you can be like okay well, i like this i like that and i don't like that so you can it's it gives you a baseline to work off but do not take your copy from an ai tool Right. Yeah. Such good information. Yeah. You have no protection over that. If, even if it's ranking, like somebody can come in and just copy and paste. That's yeah. not yours. Right. That's so good. Well, it's not good that that happened, but what <laughs> yeah, your but advice is so good because you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, 
Okay, so going back to the advice that we have for a mom who's like maybe overwhelmed about SEO, um, one of the things I was also going to say is like if you don't want to start with blogging, that's okay. You can start with like optimizing your Instagram account. Yeah, optimize your Instagram like account. Do your yeah. pin if you're a Pinterest pro, like do your Pinterest account. Pinterest is huge on SEO too. Do yeah. your YouTube. They the YouTube has really upped what you can do with like your profile and the description that you put on your channel. Like do that on um, Facebook. Just go in and optimize what you have. If you have a website and it's even only a one page website, look at like what you're doing. Do you have keywords on your main page? Are your images optimized? Yeah. There's so much more to SEO than than just blogging. It's just a great yeah. tool for SEO. I mean, yeah. It it just it's all just one step. Just take one step. If whatever yeah. is easiest, take a 10 minute practice. So like optimizing your Instagram, it can just be 10 minutes and 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, so very Yeah. I love that. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to add that we didn't chat about? Um not specifically, but I just want to reemphasize like SEO is where it's at for especially busy moms. Yeah. I mean, I if I had the more, more time, I would do podcasting too, but I'm a writer at heart. And yeah. it is, SEO is just so, so important. We have so much going on in life yeah. and so much unexpected things because we have right. events for kids. We get sick. We have vacation. Yeah. We have husbands who sometimes get sick or yeah there's just so much for us to um to balance and i'm a stay-at-home mom so i if the kids are sick like my husband doesn't take off i take care of them but that means i'm not doing something with my business and it's it's really fine like that's what i signed up for i'm down for it yeah but that does mean like i'm not posting on instagram that day or yeah i'm not doing my pinterest work i'm not I can only make time for my client work before my kids go to bed or if I'm if I'm doing something and it has to be done. Like I'm staying up till 1 a.m. So that means tomorrow I'm not going to be worried about making sure I show up on Instagram stories. I'm going to be worried right. about like, can I function today? Right. Can I, I get a nap in today at some point? <laughs> Even on a normal day, like sometimes you just wake up and your kids are just not in the mood. Right. And you have to take them to school. And I know the benefit of SEO is like you don't stop showing up for that. SEO yeah. works years. Right. I think my oldest performing, high, like top performing blog post where I get 10,000, I think this past month I got 10,000 page views from it. Wow. And it converts via affiliate marketing. So I don't even have to worry about uh, right. offering a service on it. Like it's, it's still making me money. Yeah. But I don't have to touch it. And it's yeah. been there for three years now. Yeah. So that's, that, awesome. that's the power. And I like, when I forget to post or anything like that, it's still there. Like that, right. that is the power of SEO for, for moms. That that's what it is. And it's yeah. just like any other long form content. So like podcasting, I like podcasting in relation to, um, blogging and in SEO because you can keep showing up. Yeah. Like you don't have to keep going and YouTube's another great option for it. You just need to have some type of long form content where people, where you keep showing up. And people can still find you. Yeah, I love that. And and blogging is a great addition to SEO and blogging. I love it. Yeah, and you don't have to show your face. Um, or I know, that's, that's literally the best thing about podcasting is that I don't have to show my face. That's 100%. Because I, it's like I make weird facial expressions and I lose my train of thought, which has already happened during this recording that I edited out. Um, but, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, like I, I love that. Yeah. It's just, 
it's it's a, such a good tool. Yeah, really. I love it. Well, Nikola, this episode is incredible. Thank you so much. I cannot wait for our listeners to hear this. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Okay, Michaela, so where can our listeners find you and connect with you? And then please tell us about the services that you have if anybody needs help with SEO or blogging. (laughs) So if you want to get in touch with me, the best, like if you just want to keep up with me, the best place is Instagram. I don't post often, but I'm typically active on stories. So it's the best way to like just chat. Um, And that's at commamama.co. And then if you want to work together, I actually thought about this for a long time, but I wanted to create a specific offer for Mama Knows Business because I know like we're all kind of just working on a budget and do what we can. So I wanted to offer my 60-minute SEO that's intensive. And it's just kind of anything that you have questions about if you're just trying to demystify SEO or if you want to get started and you need like clarity or even a plan, like I'll sit there for 60 minutes and help you with keyword research. It is whatever you need. Um, it's typically one ninety seven, but I'm going to do hundred dollars off, so you can book an hour for ninety seven dollars. Oh my gosh, I love that! Just for our listeners, that is amazing. All that information is going to be in the show notes. You have to connect with Michaela, follow her on Instagram, check out her website because she's amazing. Thank you so much. Hey, Mama! Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you found this episode inspiring, helpful, or uplifting in any way. I encourage you to leave me a review on Apple Podcast. That is the only way that I know that you're loving the show. I read every single review that comes through and I could read yours right here on the air. Please share this episode with a friend who you know would love it. As always, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Philippians 4.13. I'll talk to you next week, friend.